Good morning. So I'm eating healthy, but I'm not losing weight. This is fourth time lucky this morning of this video. So if you're coming in, give me a hello. If you're on replay, drop a replay. So where's the blurred line between eating healthy and eating for weight loss? Well, actually, there is a slight difference. And to give you some context with this, so someone's saying, you know, I'm eating really healthily. I'm eating lots of so-called superfoods and all of these great things. Um, you know, so in the morning, porridge, you know, oats that they say is great lots of different fibers and berries in there, some fruits in there, which is, which is great. You know, from a health perspective, you got lots of different fibers, good fats, all of these great things, but I'm still not losing weight. At lunch, I'm getting lots of different variety, my salad, you know, vegetables, um, you know, I might snack on, you know, yogurt, some granola, maybe something like that in there, a few pieces of fruit if I need it. And we went through it, and there's some of the things like um, there's some another one the other day was MCT oil, which is like a coconut oil, and it's these little things that come in where we try and eat for health, but our main goal is weight loss, and we get frustrated that the scales don't move but we're trying to be healthy and we want to lose weight to be healthy, but we also want to make sure we're eating whole natural foods. So there's lots of like blurred lines here because the more whole natural foods you eat, the more full you're going to feel and the more satisfied you're going to feel, which is going to mean you stick to a calorie deficit and lose weight because that's what you need. However, it's very easy to sometimes overeat on some of these foods that are quote unquote nutritious and healthy like seeds and nuts. Um, you know, thinking about, you know, maybe you've read somewhere that MCT oil, which is a medium chain fat that some people use to cook or put in their coffee or put in smoothies, can help with weight loss. But actually, it's adding quite a lot of fat intake in. So what could be happening here is, although you might hear about some health properties of it, which are quite debatable, if I'm being completely honest, um, and not as concrete as some quote-unquote experts might say um you might add that in but you might just be adding in 130 calories with not much nutrition at all with that and actually if you took that out and then you think about that over the week that could be seven eight hundred calories over the week which could make up for that few slices of pizza or something like that at the weekend or a bottle of wine or something like that at the weekend which keeps offsetting your weight loss and this is where there's that, that blurred line. We want you to eat whole, nutritious foods. They're going to keep you fuller for longer. But sometimes we're doing it at the, at the cost of calories and potentially protein intake as well. So, yes, we're eating a lot of diverse foods, different, different range of foods, which may be good for our gut. We don't, again, this is, you know, we know eat a range of food, of course, but how much is a different range? And... How's our gut health now? We go into the loo all the time now. There's all these things that come into it. And sometimes it's about looking at, okay, let's look at how much we're eating and let's get a balance here. And I'll give you an example. Yesterday, uh, we looked at a smoothie. This is a different example, actually. But we looked at a smoothie in the morning, which is fine. There's some Greek yogurt in there, some fruit in there. Um, and then there's some MCT oil in there. If we take out the MCT oil, that saves 130 calories, but doesn't add anything. It doesn't take away any nutrition, really, apart from, like, fat. 
doesn't take away any food volume, which for me is a win-win, because you don't want to feel like you're eating less. Similar, what you might do is turn the smoothie into actually food. And what I mean by that is, rather than blend it all up, have the Greek yogurt with some berries and have that piece of fruit on the side, have a protein shake on the side, whatever was all in there, glass of milk on the side, and all of a sudden it feels like you've got a hell of a lot of food. Then that can help because food volume has a big impact on your hunger. You're there, you're eating similar foods, you're just not blending it up. But also, obviously if you're on the go, it's a different thing, and if it keeps you full, that's fine. What I'm saying here is we might have saved 130 calories then. Then we go to the snack, granola or seeds, nuts, with yogurt, lots of different ones, pumpkin one day. Great. Do you need like four or five different seeds on there? Sure, they provide fiber, but they're all much and much. There's not too much difference between them. And given that you're really frustrated with weight loss, maybe actually the strategy is, is rather than have them all at the same meal, which is then bumping our calories up to 500 calories for 600, 700 calories for a snack, we pick one and just rotate them around each day. So we're getting the nutrition over time, but we're portioning, portioning to what our body needs because our, what our body needs for weight loss is different. And what we think we might read, you know, you need 10 different, 30 different plants or something. There's not masses of research on that. And actually what's more important to you at a certain time, what's more important. You can get those plants in from more vegetables, which would be a more nutrient dense, um, option for you in terms of more nutrition for fewer calories. So I hope that helps getting that balance right and I'll see you